3: I'll eat chicken uh, tenders, chicken strips, chicken nuggets, uh, chicken poppers, chicken sandwiches with mayonnaise before I'll ever watch that golf tournament over watching college football and NFL Paying Day football. So you two can have a sandwich, too. Uh, One other note, uh, because of early for Alzheimer's, I had to go back in time. The Monday Nighter, uh, the Chargers Raiders that we dropped the spread on the early drops, I'm all over the Chargers here. Uh, Your boy, don't call me Bobby, Abare Herbert is going to go off on the Raiders. Their first loss in Lipstick City. Chargers win again. Nice job last week at Arrowhead. They back it up at home with another W. All right. 17 in a row from the Budweiser boys. It's unbelievable what's going on in St. Louis, Carver High.
4: Uh, it certainly is. They do it again last night. 6-2, to two, they beat the Milwaukee Brewers. I mean, they were dogs at home with Adam Wainwright. 17 in a row, and they clinch a playoff spot. Let's hear the final out on Valley Sports Midwest. The 0-1, lined into center. There's Bader, has it! 17 consecutive wins! The run of 21! It's been historic. Amazing, incredible, and now the St. Louis Cardinals are post-season bound.
3: I mean, I literally have bet on them uh, since, I think, four in a row every single day, and again yesterday, their home dogs, you gotta be kidding me, against a team that they stepped on their jugular in Milwaukee and made their manager counsel look like he pooped his pants, And you're going to bet on Milwaukee against them in St. Louis when they had won 16 in a row? You, You just have to be stupid. So, again, last night I hit that bet. I mean, Carver High, what big game last night that mattered in baseball didn't I hit? I hit them all. The Braves, the Yankees, the Cardinals, the Mariners. I mean, every single game that mattered, I hit. So, that's that. Whether you like me or not is irrelevant. I'm on the Cardinals until they lose. They have made me so much money, honestly. I'm going to see the Chiefs and Eagles on the 50-yard line. I'm going to Atlantic City to gamble overnight, all night, no sleep till Brooklyn because of the St. Louis Cardinals. Thank you, Mike Schilt, Adam Wainwright, and everyone for my binge weekend of gambling and 50-yard line seats to see the Chiefs.
4: You can also thank slugger Paul Goldschmidt. Let's hear from him about the 17-game streak and the Cardinals getting into the postseason also on Valley Sports Midwest. Uh, I
3: mean 17 in a row you can't you know plan for that you know I think going to this last month we just knew I think you know just try to win series you know we knew I had a couple with Cincy the one with San Diego New York just if we could win series we'd get you know gain some ground you know but uh, to be able to do this and uh, you can't explain that but you know, it's just a testament to the guys and even when we had you know won the first couple games of a series found a way to you know go out there and win that third game
4: and and just put ourselves in this position
3: I mean, it really is incredible. Uh, You don't see it every day, a team rocking 17 in a row. Big game last night in Hot Town. That was a a real good game, 2-1 to Braves.
4: Yes, 2-1. to Of course, Wheeler and Morton were both dealing, but the Braves end up getting it done. Here it is. Let's hear from our buddy Tom McCarthy on NBC Sports Philadelphia.
5: McCutcheon takes off the 3-2. Swing and a miss. He got him. A fastball and (laughs) Freddie... Could not catch up, just as you had said, Ben. <laughs> and the Braves have taken game one of this pivotal three-game series by a final score of two.
3: We welcome all our radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Mighty or 1090, SportsMap, Sports Byline. It's for c to c on a midweek Where Do You Hurt Wednesday. Uh, there you go, the Phillies losing another big game. What else is new?
4: Yep. The magic number for the Braves to win the NL East is now three. They play again tonight. Here is Philly's manager, Joe Girardi. We cannot give up, Scotty. Here's Joe. You just got to keep
1: grinding. I mean, that's all you can do. Uh, you, you know, I know I say you got to find a way to win tomorrow. Um, and then we got to go from there. Um, and obviously we need some help now, but uh, we got to go out and play a good game. We need a good game out of NOLA and need to score some runs
3: except they don't score runs and they don't win and they don't get it done and he's like a broken record.
4: He certainly is. Uh they're finished, Scott. That they needed to sweep that series down in Atlanta. I think that's the only way that they were going to win the NL East. They have not done that. It's going to take a lot of help for Philadelphia to come and win that. All right. NL West. We know the Giants were two up on the Dodgers heading into last night. It stays that way. The Giants beat the Diamondbacks 6 to 4. Dodgers beat the Padres to They do get Cody Bellinger back off the IL. Uh, I think it's just out of time. I mean, it's only a couple more wins for the Giants, and it's done, Scotty. They're going to win the NL West.
3: I mean, it's going to be hairy. It's two games. Uh, They have to win again tonight, and the Dodgers can't afford to lose. And I got to be honest with you. I like Bellinger defensively in the outfield. Offensively, that guy has just absolutely hit a wall. His Bocci awesome. Jinx continues against lefties all year. He's been a disaster. I cannot believe an MVP got this bad that quickly.
4: It really is amazing. And one more for you from the Milwaukee Brewers. This just came out. One of their big arms in the bullpen, Devin Williams, fractured his hand on Sunday in the post game celebration that they won the NL Central, put his hand through a wall, broken. It's done. He will not pitch in the playoffs for the Milwaukee Brewers. That is a big loss for them in the bullpen.
3: That's stupid. Now, I think Brandon Belt's thumb injury is four weeks. That's a problem for the Giants for sure. But that loss, course, hurts them. And they have to feel jinxed right now that they can't beat the Cardinals. for that big game at LA the Raiders get some nice news today Gerald McCoy defensive tackle fails PD test he's out now six Mm. and he's injured anyway but uh now he's got six when he's back from injury so that's a, a massive problem right there all right uh we pick it up obviously talking about the Yankees and uh, before I, I get into that game, I wanted to say, follow us on Twitter at sportsquid and at Sports TV for all the odds, line changes, news, skinny scoop, everything you need to know is right there. All you have to do is follow us and you're good to go. So uh, I'm watching that game last night. As you know, I reached out to you when uh, Stanton hit that golf shot from his ankles out to left. I mean, just an absolute bomb. And what he's done, 13 RBIs over four games, Is unheard of. What he did in Boston, only, uh, you know, the greats have done. I think uh, DiMaggio, Mantle, Ruth did it. Now Stanton did it. And Then he turns around, has an off day, comes out to Toronto in a game that's enormous impact on this race to the finish line. And he steps up with, with, you know, two on and a 3-2 lead in the seventh and and takes 0-2 count, I think, and still golfs that ball out. What he's doing right now hitting home runs is just phenomenal. I jumped out of my seat. I was the only one in the room. I was going crazy. I was cussing, swinging my arms and fists. I was so lit watching that guy go off again. I mean, he is making me absolutely crazy for this chase and race right now, the way he's carrying the Yankees, he and Judge.
4: Uh, he certainly is Yankees win 7-2 to last night that was actually the lowest ball to the ground that Giancarlo Stanton has ever hit for a homer the lowest pitch that thing was almost in the dirt and he golfed that with like a 5-iron over the left field wall why don't we hear it the 3-run homer from Giancarlo Stanton on the Yes Network 2-2 scoop to left
5: field is it fair? if it's fair it's gone it is gone A three-run home run for Stanton. He's done it again. And he breaks this one open as the Yankees lead 6-2.
3: Last guy to have 13 in four games is Paul O'Neill in 99. He was calling the game last night with Kay. And it's some heady stuff what he's doing. This guy's a freak.
4: Let's hear from Giancarlo Stanton now. Says the Yankees, great attitude, right approach. Everything is working right now for the bombers. Here's Stanton.
5: The perfect amount of of confidence and keep pushing and just understanding that um uh you know we're gonna be down at times. We'll make mistakes, but uh if if um there's outs left, we got an opportunity to win. So just understanding that and um until until we're back into the clubhouse.
3: I got to tell you, he even looks like a badass right there with that Yankee hat on in the postgame locker room, just pimping
4: the the W beater. He had it all going there. And then
3: they got some good news today about one of their uh, bullpen guys.
4: Yeah, Lawizek is coming back off the IL. So another weapon for them in the pen, which is shaky as always. He's been one of their better guys this year. So they get him back tonight. Garrett Cole and Jose Berrios in Toronto. Yankees looking to get another game. The Seattle Mariners, Scotty, hanging around in the AL wildcard race. In fact, they jumped over Toronto last night in the standings. They beat the A's again, 4-2. Let's hear it. Root Sports Northwest.
3: Out to center. Kelnick. Kelnick. I'm scared to death of them right now, the way they're playing. And, boy, have they just been uh, just abusing the Oakland A's on a two-week tear of just complete ruining the A's season. Absolutely. When they wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, at the end of their bed, they see the Mariners eating Lay's potato chips and sleeping with their wife. Boom.
4: Yeah, the Mariners have basically put the A's to bed, Scotty. They're done. They're three and a half back now of the second wild card. One, If they finish them off tonight – and it could move the Mariners, maybe. No, Mariners win tonight. Red Sox lose. Mariners could be in that second wild card spot tomorrow morning when you wake up. That's pretty crazy. And why? Because the Red Sox dropped a game last night to the Baltimore Orioles, 4-2. to The Birds getting it done down at Camden Yards. Let's hear from yeah. Alex Cora. We can't dwell What's on the bad? standings. You better start dwelling on them. Here's Cora. Of course, they know man. what's
7: at stake, you know, but at the same time, you try to keep it as, as normal as possible, right? Uh, go through the progression, go through the preparation and uh, just be ready to play at 7:05. It, it didn't happen today. Hopefully tomorrow we come the same way, prepare, be ready and uh, have better results.
3: I mean, if they lose to them tonight, I may do the radio show in the nude. Honestly, like there's nothing <laughs> I like better than uh, Boston losing. And then I have a dog named Boston. Oh, they, I got it all going. I got the they, whole jinx going over here.
4: They can't lose two nights in a row to the Orioles, can they? That's not possible. Losing two nights in a row down at 10. Come do. on. The Yankees uh, also still. last night, uh significant for Kansas City and our friends at LTN, Salvador Perez forty seventh home run. What a season for your boy Salvi behind the dish. For the Royals this year, Pedro Martinez gave the business to MLB umpires, says, quote, they don't know Shaq about what they're doing. Your boy Pedro, who I never liked, telling it like it is about the umpires at Major League Baseball. <laughs> I mean,
3: I think that they uh, they do know what they're doing. I just think they butcher a lot of calls, and I think... replay uh, has exposed them, and then the replay's even corrupt. I think when they go to New York, they still butcher calls. I mean, I think that New York doesn't want to make their umps look bad is what the bottom line is.
4: Uh, Most of the time, that is the case. All right, let's get into tonight's games. The Cubbies are in PNC again. How about the Pirates last night raising the Jolly Roger and... Going over their win total for the year. If You bet the Bucko over. They hit it last night. Good for them. Uh, we also got the Red Sox, who are going to get nasty Nate Avaldi in Camden tonight. Minus 260 for them. The Yankees and the Blue Jays, Cole and Berrios. Yankees now minus 116, the favorite. The Marlins and the Mets, again, at City Field. Uh, please bring your alarm clock and your pillow. The Phillies and the Braves in Atlanta. Aaron Nola and Max Fried. Another big pitching matchup. Braves minus 142.
3: I think Hendricks is going for the Cubs tonight. It's just too tough on the Pirates. I'm going Cubs there. I'll jump back on the Pirates tomorrow uh, because they played really good ball here lately and given uh, Reds and others some problems. I'm on the Red Sox tonight at Camden. I'm all over Cole and the Yankees, the way they're swinging the bats and the way he's pitching. I'm on him again. Let's go. Mets, yes. Braves again in hot town.
4: The Tigers and the Twins once again in Minnesota tonight. If you can stand it, the big guy, Michael Pineda on the mill, on the mound, minus 178. Brewers and the Cardinals going for 18 in a row. At least their favorite tonight, minus 118 now. The Angels and the Rangers in, in Arlington. The Indians and the Royals, sack and Lynch. Indians the road favorite, minus 118. And the Reds with Sonny Gray take on Carlos Rodon and the White Sox, minus 172 for Chicago.
3: Yeah, you know, I'm going uh, Tigers tonight over Pineda, believe it or not, in mini I hit the Twins last night. I'm on the Cards until they lose. I'm on your boy, don't call me Chick Hearn in Texas. Give me the Rangers. And then I'm on the Indians in uh, the K and White Sox on the South Side.
4: Rays and Astros tonight, D-backs and the Giants would for them. The Dodgers are going to have Scherzer on the mound against the Padres, and the Mariners look to put the nail down on the Athletics. They got Gilbert on the mound, minus 108 each way.
3: Yeah, I'm going uh, A's tonight, believe it or not. Giants, Astros, and uh, Dodgers always.
4: Staying hot with the Mariners, baby. Another sweep against the A's. Your boy's going to get it done. The sweep. Maybe they'll be in the second wild card tomorrow night. Maybe the Mariners will be in the Bronx next Tuesday for the wild card game. What?
3: The Mariners and the Bombers. How about number seven today, Carver High, with a little uh, performance at, down in there at the at the old homestead? Did you see your boy Cristiano? I,
4: I certainly did. Uh, another stoppage time winner uh, for him is Man United wins two to one. I mean, seriously, dude, over Villarreal, like he's been there like what three weeks, two weeks, three weeks? Like I feel like he's already got like two or three game winners. He's already scored four or five goals. I mean, people people were saying when he went there from Aventus, yeah, you know, he's kind of done. They got to use him sparingly. I mean, use him sparingly. Done. I mean, they're certainly <laughs> making the most of when he's on the pitch, right? I mean, the dude scores goals every single game. He's not far from done. It's amazing.
3: Oh. You know what? Uh, honestly,
4: uh, he scored 100-plus
3: goals with, with uh, Juvie. And he never slowed down at all. And here's another one for you. Messier, uh, excuse me, Messier. Your boy Messi had the winner yesterday. That got uh, Mafi excited. He thought Messier was coming back. Messi with the winner for PSG yesterday in their UCL game. And he loves torturing Premier League teams in his career. I sent you the numbers today. It's phenomenal. And that was a great goal he scored. And they said he was finished and needed to play sparingly now at his ripe age. Meanwhile, both of them, Ronaldo and Messi, are still, in my opinion, without a doubt, two of the top five players in the world right now still hands down.
4: Messi absolutely dominates. Uh, these English Premier League teams in the Champions League. Uh, he's obviously never played in the league, so all those fat numbers that he has against all those teams, all just from Champions League. He dominates them. He did it again yesterday, finishing off Man City. Ronaldo does it again today for Man U against Villarreal. I mean, that's two Champions League games. He's already won them. The two Champions League games Man United's played, Ronaldo the reason they won both the games.
3: Uh, you know, Meanwhile, He's they worth never every single
4: penny. Out. Right, exactly. Uh, I did want to give you some more of this weekend's college football action. Yesterday, we went through a lot of the real heavy games. I'm going to go to the next cut here for you, and that includes tomorrow night the U. Center cut, primetime Thursday night game against Virginia. We keep thinking that every week, the U's back, you know, that this is the week they're going to break out. Well, they're laying five and a half against the Virginia Cavaliers in a big Thursday night game down at Hard Rock. BYU undefeated, ranked 13th in the country. This is a Friday night game in the Utah State, who were embarrassing at home against Boise last week. I'm real glad that I spent my money on them. Pittsburgh is at Georgia Tech Saturday afternoon. Georgia Tech's played well the last couple weeks, and they're getting three and a half at home from Pitt. Louisville and Wake Forest. Wake Forest undefeated and ranked. They're laying six and a half at home. Nevada and Boise State, big game in the Mountain West, minus six and a half for the Broncos.
3: Well, I'm just going to win all these games because I got nothing better to do than make you a bunch of money. Miami's going to win tomorrow night at Hard Rock. They're going to cover. Uh, Virginia is awful. Did you see that, that porous performance uh, that they laid <laughs> down last week? I mean, they got just absolutely worked by Wake in their stadium, no less. Bronco yeah. Mendenhall, my ass. BYU is going to spank Utah State because Boise spanked them. So, and BYU is good or better than Boise. So run with it, drop the eight. Pitt's going to lose at Bobby Dodd. Because they're rambling around, talking to hell of an engineer, hell of an engineer, and they drink their whiskey clear. And then I'm going, wake, easy money on Louisville. They're going to beat their ass. The job that the Deacons are doing right now is phenomenal. And I'm on Boise uh, to handle their business against Nevada.
4: Also, a couple of Pac-12 games for you on Saturday night. We got Oregon and Stanford. Oregon, of course, number three in the country. They visit Palo Alto, minus seven and a half. Baylor and Oklahoma State, a couple of undefeated teams in the Big 12, minus three and a half for the Cowboys. Clemson down to 14 and a half now at home against Boston College as they try to get off the deck. Arizona State is at UCLA late night, minus three and a half. And Fresno State, the Bulldogs ranked 18th in the country, but they have to make the trip to the islands to take on the Warriors of Hawaii minus 10 and a half. That's minus 10 and a half for Fresno state. Scotty.
3: All right. I had to get the glasses out for this. This is getting very sticky. Oregon lay it. Oak state gets it done in Stillwater, but Baylor covers. And then uh, Clemson is going to win, but BC will cover the fat number in death Valley i like ucla uh to win that game and i'm just trying to find it really quick uh i'm trying to so i don't screw that up uh i just uh, i laid it with ucla definite i wanted to be correct on that i didn't want to screw it up for you and then i'm on uh hawaii to cover the number fresno barely fresno was repulsive against unlv So if they can't cover against UNLV, what makes you think they're going to cover out on the island?
4: There you go. Some more college football. We'll keep rolling these out to you over the next couple of days. 2022 Shamrock Series game. Notre Dame will face... BYU in Vegas at Allegiant. Oh, that is spicy. Let's make it happen, baby. And the NCAA may reconsider ejecting players for targeting penalties. It really is one of the dumbest rules that they have. Every single guy that gets whacked for a targeting has to be ejected from the game. They will reconsider that. NBA media days continue. But while that's going on, the NBA dropped a big one on the players today, Scotty. The players will get no pay if they are unvaccinated and can't play in a game. Now, this is the situation in New York and in San Francisco with the Warriors and, of course, the Knicks and the Nets. This applies to Andrew Wiggins. This applies to Kyrie Irving. These guys are not going to get paid if they can't play in their home games. Yes, there as well.
3: Look, I mean, this is where the rubber meets the road. Uh, Now you're going to take away their money and then mama's not going to be happy when there's no money coming in as you're trying to be a hard ass and not take the shot you don't want to do what everybody tells you to do and everything else i think this will be the nail in the coffin for that if you're not going to get paid your fat roll over thousands per game rollover i'm talking they make tons of money some of them 100 grand a game uh or more i mean just enormous amounts of money that they're just going to lose because they won't take a shot Uh, The rules that they have to follow now in every day, all day, every day, daily testing and game day lab testing and being distanced from everyone in the locker room, can't eat with them, can't go out with them, can't go to restaurants, can't go to bars, can't go anywhere, have to stay at your home in your home games, you can't do anything ever, literally masks 100% of the time. It is such a pain in the ass and then now you're not gonna get paid I mean, Christ, just roll it up and take the jab. It's not even worth the aggravation. you know what, if you die, you die. If you die of COVID, you die. If you die without it, you die. If you don't get paid, then your wife kills you. That's a problem. When you don't get paid, your wife stops sleeping with you. She starts sleeping with somebody that is getting paid. There's your tip for the day from Uncle Food Trolley. When the money stops, the lovemaking stops.
4: Know that. Kyrie Boom. Kyrie Irving would lose seventeen million dollars this year if he does not play in all the net home games. Andrew Wiggins. Let's Riggins see you lose seventeen million, million, Jesus.
3: Let's see you do that, Jesus.
4: To Andrew to know it all.
3: I wanna see him lose seventeen mil and see how tough he is then with all of his save the world and nobody tells me what to do and I'm saving it this and that and, and I'm i I'm my own man. I'm a human being. Shut up. Let's see what happens when you lose 17 mil. claim. We'll see how tough you are.
4: The 76ers are targeting Western Conference teams for a Ben Simmons trade. Target somebody, please. Uh, Just trade the guy already. Enough of the drama. I had to bring to you the first photograph of the new look Los Angeles Lakers. Let's take a look, Scotty. Here they are. They are ready. LeBron. Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, Carmelo Anthony, the new look LA Lakers, or as we as they like to call them around the country, the old guys. Here they are, the Lakers, ready to ball.
3: The geriatric <laughs> club. They look the same to me as always. Uh, they look like the Lakers. Uh, I can't wait to see how Melo plays with him. I still think he can, tw- you know, twelve to fifteen a game and. I still like Rondo's game. I definitely like Brody's game. And the key to this whole team is obviously the health of AD. We already know LeBron's just an absolute monster, and he's unstoppable. They have to have Davis healthy when it matters at the end. Uh, And and I don't want to see him sit out every other night and all this other nonsense. He's just got to not be a P for once. I mean, the guy last year was just a big, giant P.
4: That's exactly what it comes down to. How about John Jones breaks his silence after the incident over the weekend? Says he'll turn this nightmare into the best thing that's ever happened in his life. Good luck with that, sir. Jose Aldo will face Rob Font in the uh, December UFC Fight Night main event. Manny Pacquiao, Scotty, Pac Man, announces his boxing retirement at age 42. I do not believe him. He will fight. Again, you want to know why, Scotty? Because they always fight again. He could sit there and say he's retiring all he wants. You know eventually they come back to pick up another check.
3: Well, I predicted Ugas would beat him because he was finished then. He's finished now. He's doing the right thing. And I hope for once he's smart enough to realize if he's running for president of the Philippines – Go have your second life. Don't be stupid and come back to boxing. There is nothing left in a boxing ring for Manny Pacquiao whatsoever. He's accomplished everything. There's nothing more that any accolades will do to add to his brilliant career. There's nothing he can do. Eight division championships, uh, different weight classes, different belts, different titles. What is one more fight? What is one more paycheck? Nothing. You wouldn't even notice that it happened. Don't come back. Be smart for once in your life.
4: Yeah, hopefully he wins that election. He won't have to make a decision about that.
6: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
3: I always love talking to Blue Line, Kurtz. George Kurtz from SportsGrid is back on C2C. George, take me back to uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Tuesday. Your reactions to the four gargantuan Stantonian home runs from Giancarlo. Because I got to tell you, the language coming from my house after each one of them was deplorable. And last night, it was downright violent as I jumped out of my seat when it was like 0-2 with two on in the seventh with a one-run nail-biter lead in Toronto against a team that has been kicking our ass four straight in the boogie down. When he hit that home run and golfed that 56-degree wedge out the left, I went crazy. I was cussing, throwing fists, screaming. The dog started barking. What was your reaction to all the home runs in Boston and in Toronto?
7: Yeah, we're not talking cheap shots here. We're talking massive blasts. I mean, I think last night I just started laughing. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Another one. Because, like I said, we're not told, oh, is that going to get out? These a gone off the bat. He's like, holy crap, how far is this ball going to go? I mean, uh, I, he's so like the Yankees, right? The Yankees have been streaky all season. You could really get the Yankees down to three streaks. April to May, they had a 19-4 and four streak. Then they went to the 13-game winning streak in August, and now they're streaking again. Other than that, they've been really terrible. Stanton's the same thing, like a lot of home run hitters. He's hot right now. And what are you going to do? you got Judge, who's also hot in front of him. Judge may not be hitting the home runs, but he's getting on base, so you can't pitch around Stanton. And it seems like everything, he's hitting a, a mile. But I think right now, I just, I'm just i laughing. I'm just laughing. And tonight the Yankees get Berrios, a guy who they always destroy with, with Minnesota. So maybe we'll see some more fireworks.
3: I mean, uh, how do you get off of the Yankees the way they're playing right now? Seven in a row, eight of ten. And they got Cole going tonight. How do you get off of them as a better? I, I hit them last night, and I went for it because of their bats. Not because of Jameson's shots to Tyone, I can tell you. I, I went against Ryu. I went for it because of the way they're hitting.
7: Yeah, they're, they're crushing the ball. They're feeling it. I think the Yankees are feeling it tonight. Now, if you want me to play devil's advocate, the Blue Jays have done some damage against Cole, so they're not afraid of him. That being said, if you're the Yankees, tonight's, tonight's a must-win. You got to win tonight, you can pretty much write take ticket. You'll be there at least on Monday for a wild-card game. You don't win tonight, tomorrow's Kluber versus Ray. That's not good. All right, I got that yeah. game. A lot of runs coming for Toronto tomorrow. You got to win. And then we know the Yankees haven't played well against Tampa forever. Now, I don't know what, if anything, Tampa's going to have uh, to play for over the weekend. Or well, they might decide, hey, we're going to play everybody because we hate the Yankees. We want to keep them out. Or maybe they hate Toronto more now because of what happened to Kiermaier. Right? So who knows what's going to happen there. But if I'm the Yankees, it's not a must win, but it is a must win. Plus, let's not forget for the Yankees. Cole right now is lined up to pitch Sunday. You don't want to have him have to pitch Sunday because you need him to pitch in that wild card game. So you need to take care of business tonight. Win this game tonight, then you likely only need to win one, maybe two more games, and you're in. So tonight's about as close to a must-win for the Yankees as you're going to get.
3: So, Blue Line, what do you think happens the way you saw Boston meltdown at Camden and the way the Yankees stunned the Jays and how the M's, Seattle, jumped the Jays last night and they're a half game so far up uh, Boston's arse, they can taste it.
7: Yeah, you know, I don't want to say I didn't think the Yankee-Boston series mattered to Boston. It mattered. Of course it did. But then you look, oh, my God, they got three games against the Orioles, three games against the Nationals. They'll go 5-1 and one at worst. Boy, you already lost the first one. I don't know if Boston can win five in a row now. Maybe they are a little stunned here. I think the game on Saturday hurt them the most because – the Yankees were giving it away, right? LeMahieu drops a pop fly. Then Gallo drops pretty much another pop fly. And you're like, all right, that's just it. And then the next inning, Dalbuck doesn't catch the pop fly. They get a bad call by Joe West on the uh, the catching thing off Judge, right? That was, that should have been a strikeout. It was a transfer, but you can't review it, such as life. Uh, and I'm surprised both didn't flip out about that. And the Yankees take advantage of that. Maybe they're a little shell-shocked here because, really, when you think of the Red Sox, it's not their pitching. They hit, right? They can hit well. You scored two runs in Camden last night. That can't happen. Can't happen. So, hey, they're not, maybe like I said, maybe they are a little stunned right now. They've played a little bit above, I shouldn't say a little bit, I think they play a lot above their head anyway. This wasn't supposed to be their year. So, I guess kudos for them for playing above it. But maybe right now they're feeling it, knowing, hey, you know, they're gripping the bats a little tight here. We have to score runs because you know our pitching staff outside of sale is not going to hold an opposing team down.
3: So, do you think Boston gets it or Seattle? Seattle
7: is 14 and four against oakland that is really impressive seattle's i mean i think if you were to rank all four of these teams yankees toronto boston seattle you would rank seattle last right i mean i'm a yankee fan i'm not afraid to admit i would love to see the seattle get the uh, second wild card and face seattle but they're feeling it they're playing as a team right they're playing as a team mid challenge hitting home runs i'm gonna say seattle gets it because i think right now they have a team that's taking advantage of their schedule Right, they they play the A's again, then they play uh, the, the Angels. That's all they have now. The Angels haven't said that Otani won't pitch Sunday. I think they are wait to see if that will be an important game, and that's a one game get in for the Mariners. That's going to be tough to beat Otani, but they just beat him on uh, last Sunday. Right, they didn't beat Otani; they beat the uh, bullpen there. I'm going to say the Mariners. I think they're failing it. They want to get in, but this could be the Yankee fan in me hoping. But it's also Toronto. You got to play two more games against the Yankees. I think you're hoping for a split here. Then you sweep Baltimore over the weekend, and you still need help. I think Boston's just on a little show shock right now. Give me the Yankees versus Seattle on the wild card.
3: So do you think uh, that the Braves and Giants hold off the Phillies and Dodgers?
7: Phillies had to sweep, right? You had to sweep last night, and you got a good outing from Zach Wheeler, and you lost. I think, once again, that's deflating here. Nola versus Fra- Fra- Freed tonight, Max Freed. I mean, even if you win the next two, you're still a game and a half out. And what, you got to hope that, uh, once again, you sweep over the weekend and the Mets beat Atlanta? Anyone want to bet on that? You know, so uh, no, I don't think the Mets are going to sweep Atlanta. I don't see that happening. I think last night was pretty much all there is to it. And I wonder tonight, will the Phillies come out with any emotion tonight? Because obviously, you have to win tonight. You can't lose again. So I don't know. I'm going to say no, though. I think uh, Phillies, uh, Atlanta holds them off. Arizona's the uh, same thing. Sammy doesn't play anybody. Right? They play in Arizona game, a sort of a game last night. And then they play with San Diego over the weekend. San Diego gave up a month ago. Right? I mean, that's gonna be one of the biggest collapses that we have ever seen for a team that was literally going for it. It seems like ever since they didn't get Scherzer, didn't get Turner at the deadline, they've packed it in. Right. Now they got nobody pitching for them. I mean, come on, Velasquez, Arieta was on this team for a while. No, I think San Fran and Atlanta hold it off.
3: I think the worst collapse I ever saw was the uh, Mets' seven-game lead with 17 to go that they blew a few years ago. I think that tops what the Padres have done over two and a half months. Let's talk about the NFL. What do you think Tom Brady does in Foxborough Sunday night?
7: I think he's going to rack him. I think he's going to rack. I think it's going to be a big game for Brady. I think it mainly because the, the Patriots' defense is good. I'm not going to say it's great, but it's good. So I think they can hold him somewhat in check. But that offense is not good, right? It's Average at best, and that's probably being very kind. I think it's below average there. I think once again, Tampa's going to control the ball. I think Brady wants to run this up, get as many points as he possibly can. I don't think it helps uh, Bill and the Patriots any of that they lost last week. You know, Brady's not Brady's not losing two in a row. He's not losing this game. He's not going to get emotional, start weeping over whatever the, you know ceremony they're going to give him before the uh, before the game here. I think Brady has a big game. I think the Bucs win this game kind of easy.
3: So uh, there's three games of intrigue. Uh, one I'm going to. I'm going to go watch Mahomes play the Eagles in Philadelphia. I'll be there. And then the Cardinals Rams in Lipstick City at SoFi. Both teams undefeated. And then um, the Seahawks Niners game at Levi's. Who do you like in those three games? Start with. Uh, do you think the Chiefs will kill the Eagles? And then are you on the Rams? Uh, and who do you like in that uh, Niners Seattle game?
7: Yeah, I'm going to be on the Chiefs. I mean, uh, we saw Dallas have no problem with them. I understand Dallas did it by more running, which is not really KC's game plan there. They can run the ball with without but they're not the power running team that Dallas is. But they're going to score points. And once again, they're a team that's lost a couple of games here. They should have They should have beaten Baltimore turned to a couple of turnovers late. You can make an argument they played like crap on Sunday, yet they still were in that game. And if not for another turnover late, maybe they get a late score there. I think Philadelphia, the only thing that managed for the Eagles this season, is Hurts figuring out if he's your franchise guy. Because if he's not, then all those number ones you have next year, you got to trade up and get that number one guy. So that's all all that matters. I don't care how weak the NFC East is. Philadelphia, find out about Hurts. As far as the Rams, yeah, I think they're the real deal. Uh, I think it's going to be a good game. Very good game, actually. Probably more than just a little bit good. The NFC West is a beast. An absolute beast because they're all going to beat up on each other. But I think right now the Rams are the hottest team in that division. I think they'll win this game. Also, as Hopkins a little banged up here, I think he was that full healthy. I might feel a little different in this game. But give me the Rams here again. A lot of points coming as well here. Sort of like what we saw last week between the Bucks and Rams. As for the Seahawks, what happened last week? You looked good in the first half, at least first quarter and a half. you Did you not show up for the second half? What are we seeing here? I think there's some some identity problems on offense again with this team, which is unusual for the Hawks. Right, because they they were a running team for years, and then they were gonna they were gonna pass the ball more. Right, they're gonna get, let Russell Wilson cook and be the guy, which is probably the right thing. But they can't seem to find that mix, and I still think they don't have that underneath passing game. They can go all over the top, lock it over, you know, blow barium, Metcalf, blow you. But who's that underneath guy? And Gerald Everett went on COVID today. That hurts. So I think the Seahawks they may be in for a one and three start here.
3: So the Raiders and Chargers on the Monday night game, uh, you got uh, the Raiders unbeaten and you saw what the Chargers did to the Chiefs. They're playing at SoFi. That's a good Monday night game. Who do you like there?
7: You know, I think the Raiders are probably the biggest surprise team for me in the NFL. And I don't mean that negatively, but look at who they've beaten. All right, that first Monday night game, you come back and beat the Ravens. That was a fun game, right? No one really saw that. Carr played great. Then you beat the Steelers. I understand the Steelers have issues, and then in that game, no T.J. Watt, no Joe, uh, no Joe Hayden and Devin Bush was out well. So you pick the right game there to play them. I get that. But still, you beat the Steelers to Pittsburgh. That's something there. You know, last week, same thing. You beat Miami. They have issues as well, but you're winning these games. Good for you. Carl looks great. He probably is the early favorite for uh, MVP. He's not going to win it in a million years, but he's the early favorite, playing great. Chargers, I think they're still shooting themselves in the foot. They should have beaten Dallas, right? They handed that game away between penalties and bad Joe Herbert interceptions. Beat Kansas City on the road last year, uh, last week. That was fantastic for them. I think this is going to be a great game, one of the games I'm looking forward most to. I want to go give me the home team, right? Give me the home team right? Give me the Chargers here. But it is in the back of my mind. Are they really going to beat Kansas City and the Raiders back to back? Are they going to find a way to lose this game? A game they probably should win, division game at home. They're a good team. Chargers sort of need to prove it to me, sort of the Raiders in a way. I'll go with Chargers. Give me the home team.
3: So just under 90 seconds, respectfully, uh, what's wrong in New York with both teams?
7: Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, listen, shouldn't we have expected this with the Jets? I mean, they they have a lot of problems, right? Then they lost Beckham. You lost your offensive line. You don't have a run game. You don't have that tight end. You don't have any big receivers or anyone to give Zach Wilson that easy target to throw to. And like I said with the uh, Eagles, that's all the season is for the Jets. They were never going to compete in a million years, all right? You can either get Zach Wilson comfortable, get him healthy, get all this, and make sure you're developing for the future. As so for the Giants, all right, you lost to Denver. You should have beaten uh, Washington. I don't know what happened uh, this week versus Atlanta. that's it. You can't lose to Atlanta. They're one of the worst teams. The Giants are banged up. They have injuries. I think they'll be better, but it's a mess there. It's sad times here in New York for football, right? I mean, someone I saw today, I think they're written in the Post. That there's a reason why in the 70s, when I grew up, if if your family wasn't a Giant or Jet fan, we all liked the Steelers, the Cowboys, Dolphins, Raiders, uh, maybe the Broncos there, because the Jets and Giants suck. And guess what? The same damn thing is happening right now. They're going to lose a generation of fans.
3: It is awful. Uh, 15 seconds. Uh, The Panther-Cowboy game should be good at Jerry's World. Do you give the Panthers a shot to stay undefeated here?
7: Always a shot. You know, So short week for Dallas, long week for Carolina, but they're finally playing a real team. Not that Dallas is great, but they're now playing with Jets, Saints, or the, uh, the Texans. Real team now.
3: All right, Blue Line, uh, go watch a hockey game. I love you. Thanks for coming on Coast to Coast. We'll see you soon, buddy.
6: Anytime.
3: Telefinish time. Anthony Bourdain's loved ones recall his obsession with tanning. I mean, the guy killed himself, and that's what they're worried about, his tanning obsession. Cosmo in Vegas sold for 5600000000 billion. It'll be operated by the MGM. Now, what don't they run in Vegas, the MGM? Oregon man breaks into a Portland home, threatens police with a sword and an axe. Getting involved. Netflix unveils a bloody first look at Ozark's fourth and final season. I love that show, Carver High jesse palmer now the new host of the bachelor next thing you know they'll be getting him laid on that show drug levels so high at the glastonbury festival everyone's going to the bathroom in the river and all the fish are getting high because all the concert goers are high on drugs utah man douses woman with gasoline tries to torture with a flare strong effort dan Doggage, no longer with espn he joins outkick he'll no longer do college basketball analyst gig Clock taking for the U.S. government, a shutdown on Friday, going to shut down the government. Illinois man who denied treatment dies of rabies after a bat colony was found in his home. He was living with bats, Carver High. Missouri man accused of keeping a missing woman locked in a cage like an animal. Tom Brady starting his own men's fashion line. Of course he is. Lori Lavin returns to acting for the first time since the college admissions scandal. Sexually charged assault suit against CNN's Don Lemon, expected to land in court. Not having a good day, Don. Eminem's Mom's Spaghetti Restaurant. they open a permanent location in Detroit. Bet that'll go over well long-term. The Spaghetti Restaurant. And Chicago Weekend Violence, Carver High. Eight dead, 60 shot. I'm always giving an update on the weekends in Chicago getting pelted with bullets. Coast to coast every day at 4 to 6. We'll see you again tomorrow. I'm on the bench tonight at 10. Game time decisions is next. I think that about wraps it up from here, Carver High. Did I cover everything? I think I got it all in
4: today. You actually got it all in today, except Tampa gives GM Julian Breezebaw an extension. That's the only one we missed today.
3: (laughs) He deserves it after all those multiple Stanley Cups. Two in a row they've won. Are they going to win three? Carver High says no, the Islanders. No.
4: The winning edge is not just a winning sports gaming strategy. It's also the thing that keeps the wife happy
5: and your kids
2: in quiet.
0: Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last.
1: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.